tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. Proverbs 15.4 Sometimes we experience spiritual uplifting from prayer or a spiritual meeting. I have noticed that at times the aura of spiritual refreshing disappears faster than it was received. This leaves a sense of deep emptiness within. I have analyzed moments like this in my own life and have found that wrong or untimely words spoken in our presence or even from our own mouths always causes a breach in our spirit. In Hebrew, the word perverseness means destructive and thus indicates that someone has spoken something that destroys what had been received. A breach in the spirit is a crack in the cistern, and the water is wasted. Or as someone has said, if there's a crack in the lantern, the flame fizzles out even in the slightest wind. The twelve spies sent out by Moses to see what the promised land and the people were like all saw the same situation. Only two spoke hope. The other ten could never enter the land promised to them because they had unbelief. Unbelief caused them to see things differently than Joshua and Caleb. Those two men saw through the eyes of God. Parents can have a great effect on child development by the words they speak into their children when they are yet young and tender. During this stage in a child's life, parents have this great responsibility of preparing good ground for good seed. Very soon their children will be subjected to seeds tossed at them from numerous sources, both good and evil. An environment that continuously exposes a developing child to evil seed will certainly have a large negative impact on the child. This kind of atmosphere will pave the way for the child to develop a seeming immunity to evil words. There is a tendency to only consider evil as truly evil when there's lots of it. Human tendency is to discount the effect of a lesser amount of evil. A lesser amount of evil seems to appeal to human nature and is often overlooked. Excuses are often made for small sins or evils. Truth is, whether there is a large or small amount, there is still only one source of evil. It is not the amount of evil, but the source of it that makes evil sinful. I always try to identify the source of evil rather than considering how it might appeal to human nature. If Eve would have considered the source of the suggestion at the tree of knowledge in the Garden of Eden, the temptation might have completely vanished. She was spiritually gazing at the tree and not at the serpent. The tree appeared less evil. The source of this great evil was hidden. Her opinion and reasoning overlooked the source of the suggestion. After she reasoned, she yielded to Satan. One bite of sweet fruit brought utter damnation and ultimate eternal banishment from God. A seemingly small and inconsequential error, but oh, how great was that small error. The entire human race was thrown into the wrath of Almighty God to be judged because all are now born into sin. We see that Eve's decision was a generational decision a decision that has generational implications. How can something as simple as eating a certain food have such terrible consequences? The answer is clear. The thief cometh not but for to steal, and to kill, and to destroy. I am come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. John 10.10 For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, 
much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one. Romans 5.17